the other day I was meditating and I came to this realization that when I meditate, it's really the only time that I sit in silence or quiet. Usually throughout my day, when I'm working, I've got music or I'm watching a documentary or a podcast or a movie and I'm normally surrounded by noise. And when I sat with that and reflected on why I like to be surrounded by noise, I realized that it wasn't just noise, it's not just audio, it extends much deeper into all areas of my life where I have become addicted to some form of input. And it's less about the noise and more about distraction and having enough stimuli to distract me. And this is pretty much a 24-7 affair. And it's not just noise, it's also eating and going from one task to the next or just keeping myself occupied. And I realized that these are all generating a dopaminergic response in my body and that really what I'm addicted to is the dopamine release that I'm getting from listening to music or completing a task or going for a run or going to the gym or whatever it is that is releasing that chemical and my brain is so used to having all of this external stimuli that when it comes to doing something like meditation it's almost foreign you know it feels like it's such a strange environment and why so many people struggle with meditation is because it's such an abstraction from their usual state and I think this is quite common you know this is something that most of us tend to do and it's a case where for me walking is similar to meditation because when I go for a walk I don't bring my headphones anymore and I don't listen to music or have anything playing or I'm not watching something so it's a time of quiet peace and it allows me to go into that meditative state where I can actually just sit with my environment and become at peace with the present moment rather than trying to distract myself from it or get some kind of release from what I'm doing it's just I'm just going for a walk and even though this is an activity and I'm actually doing something so it's not quite meditation it's still one of the very few times I am truly present throughout the day and it's probably why I love walks so much because it's a break from my usual objective orientated state of mind where I'm just going from one task to the next or one activity to whatever I'm doing next And even though I've taken steps to decrease the amount of input I have, I still feel like it's far too much. Because, I mean, a year ago or maybe two years ago, I was doing things like I would be working, listening to a podcast and having music play at the same time. And people would be like, you can't be focusing on all of that. And it's true, you can't focus truly on all of those things at the same time but what I would do is I would just be tuning into different things at the time and it was just comfortable noise to me you know it it wasn't really about watching the film or listening to the music it wasn't an activity whereas something like classical music I think that that is how that's intended to listen to and that's why a lot of people don't like classical nowadays because classical music you're meant to sit there and listen to it it's something to be experienced it is an activity it's not just something that you're meant to play while doing something else and I think that nowadays music has become just noise you know it's just something to accompany or drown out the current state it's very rare I think that someone would actually sit there 
and put on the latest charts and just sit there listening to it, doing nothing else and just listening to music. Whereas with classical music, this would very much be the thing to do. You would sit there and experience the music and really tune in to what the music is trying to communicate to you without words. So you have to be a lot more sensitive to changes in the tempo or the transitions to a different octave if you really want to understand what the composer is trying to tell you or communicate through his music. And I think this is why people describe classical music as boring, because it's not giving them that same dopamine hit that something like dance music would where they're envisioning themselves or actually dancing to that music or they're doing something that is active and it's getting their blood flowing and they also have this music to accompany them and it's geared towards producing that release in someone and the more that we experience this release the more we crave it and that's why we end up with a day that is full of dopamine releasing activities for instance i could wake up go to the gym come home and then go straight to work while listening to music and then as soon as I take a break I'm eating something and then it's back to work with the music and then I'm watching a film when I finish work and then I'm going to do some sport activity and then watching another like program while I wind down to go to sleep and it's all these activities to varying degrees that are giving and producing various levels of dopamine release and something like reading a book while it still produces dopamine from doing the activity it's not going to give you the same release or the same amount of release as something like watching a film which has so much to it you know that there's the audio and there's the drama and the plot and the visuals and the actors and all of this stuff that's like composed into one thing that's this condensed explosion of chemical release in your brain when you're watching a film and comparatively when you're reading a book it's looking at the same colored page with the same colored text and you know you're going through word by word and it can feel like work sometimes or if you're reading like a fantasy book or something enjoyable the dopamine release comes from exciting plot twists and stuff like this but it can't compete with something like watching a movie but when we want to start reducing our amount of detox we can swap out the high dopamine releasing activities such as watching films and replace them with reading books and we can start to minimize the amount of times that we're getting those big hits throughout the day because what happens is that each time your brain gets used to a dopamine release or a, a level of dopamine throughout the day it starts to crave more because you're not getting the same hit it's like a drug you know you need to increase the amount that you take in order to produce the same effect that a smaller amount may have produced before and that's the same reason that when you open a packet of crisps you might find it really difficult to stop yourself from eating them all because once you have that first chip and your brain goes wow that's amazing i love that salt or you're having a packet of sweets and it goes wow i love that sugar and you have one your brain just immediately goes to, I want more, I want more, I want more. So you end up eating the whole pack. And the way that you spend your day is very much like that packet of crisps, where if you, in the morning, start your day by doing something that gives you a high dopamine release, you're spending the rest of your day trying to compete with that release. 
which is why starting the day with something like the gym, which is hard to do and you don't really want to do and you get that kind of low burn release of dopamine instead of that high concentrated release, you feel better throughout the whole day rather than a very short period of time but a really concentrated high. And this is why things like Instagram and TikTok and all of that is so addictive because you're looking at these concentrated hits of dopamine and you're just scrolling through like endless amounts of things that are giving you those hits. And it becomes very addictive to the point where a lot of people end up going into something called a scroll hole where they're just kind of scrolling because their brain is so tapped out from producing this chemical and they've just drain themselves of any ability to do something that they end up just laying there flicking through Instagram we're all guilty of it and you end up feeling crap you feel rubbish you feel like you haven't done anything and you actually have no energy to do anything because you've basically been tapping your brain's reward button constantly and you haven't done anything to deserve it and this has a real negative impact on your life because what will happen is that you spend more time trying to get dopamine releases than you do doing things that actually deserve a reward, that actually challenge you and should be producing that chemical. And when you do something that you should be rewarded for, like going to the gym, you don't get that same dopamine release because it's minimized by the energy drink you had or the coffee that you had or the film that you watched or something like that. It's constantly drowned out that that low hit of dopamine, that slow release throughout the day is drowned out by those highly concentrated dopaminergic releases. And you can't compete with that. Though Those activities that slowly release it you can't notice that slow release if you're hitting that button all the time 24-7. And that's why people's attention spans are reducing and why they can't stay focused on a single activity is because they're so used to having all of this input from all these different sources and they're struggling to actually concentrate on one single thing because they're so used to having something that is stimulating them or a lot of things that are stimulating them. And it becomes the, the, the hard task or reading the book or concentrating on writing that email for work that can't compete with the drinking the coffee or having the energy drink or having sugar or eating or doing any of the other things that release dopamine in this way. And I really notice it on a day where I have had a lot of high stimulating things that when it comes to the evening where I want to read a book before bed, I can barely concentrate on a sentence. You know, it's like I'm getting distracted in between words and I can't just sit there and focus on a sentence. Then I keep going back to the same sentence, keep rereading it and rereading it. And I never make any actual progress on the story because I keep losing my train of thought or getting distracted or being bored. And it's because that book can't keep up with what I've done all day. So over the next 30 days, I've decided to do a dopamine detox, which is either completely cutting out or severely reducing the amount of those highly concentrated dopaminergic activities and things like eating sugar and drinking coffee or watching films and all of these things that are giving me that hit and instead replace them with something that is more challenging or has a slower release of dopamine over the day. Something like reading or something like working out or something like not listening to music while I work and just getting the work done and going into that kind of flow state or writing or any of the other things that 
are demanding but also rewarding in the end. So if this is something that is resonating with you and you feel like you also might be suffering from dopamine addiction, then I highly recommend you also try a dopamine detox and look up what you're doing and how that is affecting the chemical releases in your brain and what kind of activities are releasing a a low amount of dopamine slowly throughout the day and which kind of activities are releasing a high concentrated amount of dopamine for a short time span and work to increase the former and decrease the latter and let me know how it goes let me know what your experience is with dopamine addiction and also dopamine detox i would love to hear your experiences and your thoughts on this and what your experiences are with trying to overcome this common addiction thank you for listening